0: Welcome to Becoming Digitally Resilient with IDC Industry Thought Leadership, a podcast series that dives into the energy, financial, government, healthcare, manufacturing, and retail industries. The IDC team will discuss hot topics and provide insightful, fact-based research and strategies to help your organization become truly resilient. Presented by IDC on the Voice America Business Channel. And now... Here's our host and moderator, Bonnie
1: D. Graham. Welcome to Becoming Digitally Resilient with IDC Industry Thought Leadership. I'm Bonnie D. Graham. This is the second of our two podcasts focusing on becoming digitally resilient in the energy industry. And today we're talking about a very interesting niche topic, I'll call it digitizing oil field service. Let me give you a little intro before I introduce my two esteemed experts. So, Field service in the oil and gas space is somewhat of an anachronistic process, look that word up if you don't know what it means, of traveling to sites in the field and guess what? Filling out paper tickets that are used to track asset production and performance. I'm going to say, oh my, I'm going to be speaking today with Andrew Myers. Andrew, you can wave for the camera. There he is. And Leif Erickson is with us again. He was with us on our first energy industry podcast last week. They're going to discuss how mobile and IoT, that's Internet of Things technologies, are potentially replacing the manual process with remote and automated systems to optimize the entire oil and gas field service process. And Andrew and Leif, I'm going to say thank goodness, because who wants to keep filling out paper tickets? I'll just That's just my lay observation from the sidelines. Andrew Myers, you're new to us. We're so happy to have you here. I'm putting you on speaker view. Please introduce yourself and what's your passion for the topic? Andrew.
2: You bet. Uh, hi, Bonnie. Um, so I cover the entire oil and gas value chain for uh, IEC here, but I've probably done more research in oil field services than any other sector in oil and gas. Um, It's kind of the lifeblood of the oil field. And I probably worked with every company or every iteration of some oil field services company um, that's even out there right now. So uh, I'm, I'm happy to share on the topic.
1: Thank you, and you do sound passionate and interested and intrigued, and that's why we have you here, Andrew. So we I hate to say it, but we appreciate your energy. We'll leave it at that. Leif Erickson, I had the pleasure of speaking with you last week on the first of our two energy podcasts. Leif, let's imagine that maybe there were 10 people in the world who didn't hear that one. That would surprise me. There'd be that many. Why don't you reintroduce yourself to those 10 people? Go ahead, Leif.
3: Sure. Thanks, Bonnie. So Leif Erikson spent 37 years uh, at the intersection of digital technology and operations, and the first 15 uh, years of my career were actually in the oil and gas industry in various different parts of the world, Uh, starting in Canada, went to Texas, the U.S. Virgin Islands, Indonesia. So traveled the world, which was not unusual in in this industry. but but most importantly, that I've spent all that time focused on automation, information, data, and digital technology and how that can transform the industry. So that's my passion, and I've been doing it for a long, long time now.
1: Thank you very much. Nice to have you both here. I have asked Andrew Myers as our lead speaker today to talk to me about one of his favorite movie or TV quotes, and he's picked An iconic, iconic, iconic quote. Anybody remember the British rock band Dire Straits? Of course you do. The quote is from their song, Money for Nothing. It was the second track on their fifth studio album called Brothers in Arms, and it dates back, Andrew, to 1985, and it's from the POV, The Point of View. I don't think anybody said POV back in 1985. I think we invented that, probably as a hashtag. Two working-class men watching music videos and commenting on what they see. And before I read the quote, Andrew, I have to tell everyone... This was Dire Straits' most commercially successful single, but the video of the song was the first video aired on MTV Europe when it launched on August 1st, 1987. Here's the quote, money for nothing and your chicks for free. And I thought it was checks all these years. Andrew, rescue me. How did you find this quote and what does it have to do with oil fields automation? Andrew, go ahead.
2: It's a great song, Bonnie, and, and it's kind of the the mantra of the oil field when things are going well. And Leif may know this story, but I think in it was some in one of the up cycles, I think it was in oil and gas in Midland, Texas, had like the most prolific Bentley or Rolls Royce dealership in in the entire nation, and it was all driven by the oil field. So that they, that's kind of how it flows into uh, to dire straits.
1: So talk to me. What does this have to do with, uh, in terms of the automation? Give me a little more about our topic today. Automation, energy, getting away from the paper tickets, the manual, money for nothing. Where does that go?
2: It's just, it's a very labor-intensive trade, right? And this a very expensive labor, right? And and that's where the Rolls-Royce comes in uh, there. But, you know, I think... Um, you see the ebbs and flows in the oil field. It's very, it's very cyclical to the up and down cycles of, of oil and gas prices. So you, you know, you see that linear relationship, and, and it, you know, the good times are good and the bad times are bad. But now we're looking to even that out with with uh, using digital technology for some of those efficiencies. Thank
3: but you. Let me add to that. Go if ahead, I could, Leif. Bonnie. please. Um, mm-hmm. You know the other sort of long-time joke in the industry, particularly the upstream side of the energy industry, was that when times were good, what Andrew was talking about—the Rolls Royce and all that—if you were a digital technology vendor, you went in and said, "Hey, I'd love to sell you some technology to make your operations more efficient, more resilient, more reliable, et cetera," and they said, "Oh, can't do that. We're too busy. You know, we're too busy making money. We don't have time for that." And so the guy would go away, or the gal would go away, and they'd come back and. And uh, when when times were a little bit rougher, right, the the industry is very cyclical. So at the bottom, they'd come back and they'd say, well, you know, I'm back, you know, so do you have time now to talk? Oh, yeah, I could, but I don't have any money. Right. So that's why they have always lagged in terms of their, their adoption of digital technology. But that has changed, as Andrew will talk about more. Sure.
1: Andrew, let's let's go to a couple of the statements you sent me before we started this recording. I'm very intrigued. You say only about half of upstream companies and could you level set and define upstream just so we all know? Monitor and operate their remote assets, but many still require significant personnel on site. So how much of that intensive Person one to one there with the with the operations. How much of that would be able to go away with remote operations? Are we looking at a massive change in the need for people power on site? What do you think?
2: Well, I think I think we're a little ways away from that, where you're talking about getting into robotics and and putting edge out. And, you know, especially when you look at onshore wells, we're still trying to keep the cost down quite a bit. But I think some of those processes, some of those workflows. Um, such as ticketing and invoicing um, some of those things that you're doing manually at the well site, because you you have to think about how many contractors are going to these well sites. So you have water hauling and that's, that's taking produced water away from the well, bringing pure water, uh, clean water back to the well, um, hauling chemicals, hydraulic fracturing, maintenance on artificial lift um, equipment. And you've got a company man and you've got a, you've got an army of contractors out there and there's And they're doing all of this paperwork manually at the well site. And so there's, it's extremely inefficient. So you've got a number of ISVs such as Engage Mobilize and Liquid Frameworks, which was just, um, which was just acquired by ServiceMax. And then you've got the big um, ERP uh, enterprise software um, guys that, that have an EAM application, that are now starting to address some of these, these manual processes in the field. Because again, as I mentioned before, this is very expensive labor. And a lot of this needs to be addressed. You have to think in the US alone, there's over a million producing wells, active wells. So you're having to manually attend to all of those and having to manually go through a lot of these invoicing and ticketing and with very little visualization on what is going on in operations in the field. So a, a lot of these companies, a lot of these software vendors are addressing this. And, Thank and you. So
3: Andrew mentioned something, which is the, this is in the upstream sector of the industry. Mm-hmm. So upstream is the industry term yeah, can, for yeah, exploration and production. Yes. Then there's midstream where you put the stuff in pipelines and store it in tanks. And then there's downstream where you refine it into products like gasoline and, and uh, jet fuel, et cetera. So what we're talking about today is is the upstream segment where the you know the companies and the organizations that support the finding and producing of oil and gas out of the ground.
1: Thank you very much. Let's go to let's go to another statement Andrew sent me. Andrew you say most upstream companies purchase their technology for remote operations from software vendors. However, few are using a third party to deliver the services is this something we can distinguish for our our viewers and our listeners andrew
2: yeah i think so a lot of companies are are looking for software vendors to to deliver but i mean a lot of emp companies exploration production companies as Leif mentioned a minute ago and <laughs> and um, some of the oil field service companies have been a bit slow to the cloud so they're not they're kind of, they want to manage this themselves for the most part, but um, a number of sis are 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 delivering this solution as a service. Um, there's some uptake on that, but I think we're going to see more and more adoption um, as in terms of procuring this as a service.
1: Thank you, and I want to cover one more topic. I know you both have something to say, and we just have a few minutes left. Companies looking to utilize analytics and data management and technologies such as cloud, artificial intelligence, and edge computing—they want to maximize efficiencies in the field. Just briefly, cloud, AI, and edge. Andrew, can you introduce us to this, and then we'll get Leif to comment as well.
2: Sure. I think you know it's it's gonna kind of be kind of asset based on the assets. So if you're if you're drilling a, a an inexpensive well, you're probably not using edge, you're not using robotics, etc. Um, I think when you see some, some really large offshore products, that's where you're going to see that more advanced technology where you've got a We've got a $300 million development. Um, and that's, that's where you're seeing. That's really where the leadership of that leading edge technology is, is coming in is the, the very, Um, significant build-outs offshore. Thank
1: you. Leif Erikson, love to get your thoughts on this before we close. What do you think? What do you see?
3: It it really is about the pace of innovation and and the the ability to do things we couldn't have done uh, even five, ten years ago. And so cloud is a good example of that. And and so some of the things that Andrew talked about uh, come from surveys we've done. And and what we find is that companies are more willing – uh, to put data in the cloud. And when you put data in the cloud, that opens up all sorts of possibilities in terms of your ability to analyze it and to share it and collaborate around it. And so those are essential elements to getting to where Andrew was talking about, which is you know more fully automating the whole field service process in, in, in the upstream sector.
1: Thank you, Leif. Andrew, five years from today, will we still be talking about the need to automate upstream field service processes operations yes or no
2: we will uh, we will still be talking about it, but we'll be talking about different aspects of it we, it won't be we won't be talking about invoicing and ticketing anymore I think that the adoption is 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 quite significant even onshore um, I, I think now we'll start talking about automating things with robotics taking more and more of the human element out of field services
1: Leif? prediction
3: yeah yeah absolutely it's uh, it's an ongoing process i think in 5 years we'll be talking more about autonomous drilling we're already talking about today but that will have moved on to uh, autonomous drilling which if you look at it in the context of the, you know what we we hear a lot about which is autonomous vehicles the same the same you know sort of kind of core technologies are necessary to get us there and and, and we'll be talking more about that
1: Thank you very much. I think we should make a date for five years from today to get back together. Andrew, would you put that on your calendar, please, and Leif? Done.
3: Absolutely. I
2: I
1: think we could do it every year, actually, between now and then. It's only 2021. I want to thank both of you so much. We've been talking about digitizing oil field service, a very important topic. Thank you so much for your thought leadership and your insights, Andrew Myers. Thank you so much for yours as well, Leif Erickson. I'm Bonnie D. Graham signing off for another episode of Becoming Digitally Resilient. With IDC Industry Thought Leadership Podcast, we're covering six industries. Count them. And this is our fourth industry we're covering. So be sure to listen. A new episode posts every week on Voice America Business Channel. Find us. Bonnie D. signing off. Wave goodbye, gentlemen. Bye-bye. Thanks again for tuning in
0: to Becoming Digitally Resilient with IDC Industry Thought Leadership. IDC is committed to helping IT and business leaders build the future enterprise. Email your comments and questions to insights at idc.com. Please join host Bonnie D. Graham on the Business Channel for additional sessions with IDC.